legitimately, when that guy started screaming at us, um, oh, I'm recording right now. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, Bob and I live together. Uh, spoiler alert, it's just Nikki and his friend Bob. This is going to be a weird episode. Yeah, because I am not a basketball fan. Yeah, you guys thought back in the day when it was just Nikki and Matt talking about basketball was going to be wild? Just you wait. Mmm. You guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Yeah. So, Bob and I live together in L.A. The other day we were going to get some pizza and some sodas, you know, uh, enjoy our, I think it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday, It was yes. a Sunday, perfect. And we're heading over to the ye old 7-Eleven, go get us some, some drinks, and uh, there's uh, two cars honk at each other right before, like, we're cro- as we're crossing the street, and almost... It, Aggressive honks too. Aggressive, not like, like not get like, the fuck out the way. Yeah, not, not like not tapping on the horn. Like aggressive laying yeah. on the horn. I'm going to run you over. Honking. Yeah, actually, that's the only kind of honking in LA. That's just a quick sidebar. So far, that's so all far, I've seen. Yeah, too. it's real weird. Uh, if you're from LA and that's not true, just message us. Let talk to us. Let us know. Tell us how wrong we are, please. At MBA Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Bam, that's a plug right at the beginning. I'm crushing it, Jay. You're welcome. Anyways, uh, right at the end of... More plugs than Joe Buck. Bam! There you go. I like that. Swish. Yeah, swish. That's Nothing also a basketball net. reference. Nothing but net. Good job. I did used to play a lot of hang time. I can talk about that. <laughs> what about NBA jams? We didn't have jams. We had hang time for okay. 64. Or not 64, hang time. Yeah. Yeah, it was for 64. Okay, we'll talk about it. Because it's we're, we're only two minutes in. It's, it would be weird to actually talk about basketball stuff right now. Especially since we have so much to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so much. Uh, anyways, so both cars are done honking at each other. We think everything is normal. And then just someone starts screaming, Don't you fuck with me! You can't fuck with us! And we, I thought it was behind us. It was not. I look over and I see this man is uncomfortably close to the Seven Eleven door. Like he's we, up against one of the doors. Yeah, I don't. I just looked over at Nikki and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna go get our food first and come back and hope that this crazy man is gone. Yeah. And we were already sort of heading directly at the Seven Eleven, so we sort of made this course correction. <clears throat> and uh, all of a sudden, after we move, I think, okay, let's just keep walking. He screams again, and this time he screams like Nikki just pointed out. He screamed, don't fuck with us? Yeah, he said us which, multiple times. Which was making me more uncomfortable, because now I'm like, is this man in league with, like, demons? Is something going to come out the ground? He was saying us like like he knew something. Maybe he had been abducted. You know, he's like he's like uh, Randy Quaid in Independence Day, <laughs> and we're not going to listen to him till it's too late. He had been Quaid? <laughs> To be Quaid. Um, <laughs> yeah, that it, it's, it's just a wild story that you guys get to get about Bob and I's L.A. Times. Uh, and that is the beginning to the podcast. The NBA podcast. The podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. I'm your hostess with the mostest, like hostess Twinkies. Nikki Keelas, a.k.a. Hollywood Nikki. If you don't know the name, you you might. Eventually. A.k.a. Mm, Bop Umute, which I stole from one of the guys who've already done it, but I did it. I don't care. And uh, I'm Bob, a.k.a. Bob the Bellhop, 
Because I'm constantly dealing with baggage. Nice. Yeah, there you go. A couple of sad boys. <laughs> I didn't say I'm sad. Oh, you deal with sad things, though. I could be like the, you know, I could be like the bellhop in the Grand Budapest Hotel. He wasn't sad. He wasn't sad. No, he was okay. He had a pretty good life. Yeah. Uh, although. I get to marry Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, you get to marry Saoirse. And she weirdly has the Mex- Mexico, like the outline yeah, of it. You yeah, know, like, like as on a, a map, birthmark. On a birthmark. Uh, I feel like that was unnecessary because that should have led to like she's the queen of – no, I don't want a white girl being the queen of all of Mexico. Sidebar. She did an interview recently where she said her favorite film love scene is the sex scene in MacGruber. MacGruber! And you hear her say MacGruber in her accent several times in this interview. <laughs> look it up. It I'm is gonna have to look precious. That, up. that sounds wonderful. Um, let's see. So Bob, you're, Bob doesn't know much about basketball. Um, and by, by much, I'm saying I look like a genius compared to Bob. And we know, listeners of NBA, NBA, how bad I am when it comes to basketball. I know a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I know some. I know enough to be one of a third of a podcast about basketball. Is basketball the one with the pins? No, it's the one with the ice pads. I don't know why I said what? ice pads. I think I all sports. I think skates. I think all sports use ice pads. Like when people get injured, that yeah. doesn't really help. I went to say ice skates and then hockey pads, and that turned into ice pads. Hmm. So you know, what, ice pads sounds like a failed version of cribs. Welcome to my ice pad. No, no, you no. wouldn't watch that. No. no, swing, swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. All right. Yeah. Well, that's basketball, right? <laughs> yeah, that's basketball. That's what it is. I mean, Michael Jordan played baseball too, so it makes it kind of like basketball, mm-hmm. I guess. He did. He did play baseball and basketball. Wasn't that great at baseball? He was all right, but he just wasn't that great. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of not that great, Bob's not going to understand this, but folks, the Lakers and the Celtics are not doing good right now. Everyone is supposed to worry. Bob, you, I don't know if you know much about the Lakers or the Celtics, but they're both teams that have very promising playoff uh, hopes. But uh, as of right now, the Lakers are doing worse than the Celtics, but neither one, they're just not meshing correctly. And uh, I'm going to ask you the questions I was going to ask uh, the other guys who could not make it today. Uh, so this is going to be great. The most I know about both of these teams is, and this is genuine, I know that, that Shaq used to play for the Lakers. <laughs> He Jack, also, Jack he, oh, Nicholson Shaq, goes to every game. Shaq also played for the Celtics. He did. And the, I know that the Celtics, I got almost everything I know about that from the movie Celtic Pride starring Daniel Stern yes. and Dan Aykroyd. Yep, yep. Terrible movie. I love that movie. Re, well, because it's a basketball movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I love Daniel Stern. Well, and also <laughs> Damon Wayans is great in that Damon too. Damon Wayans does a great job in that. There, there's actually Plays for some, the Utah Jazz, a good guy. There, there's, some, there's some funny commentary about like, athletes and sponsorship stuff that i guess is yes. kind of fun yeah it's funny a little there yeah because he's on the wheaties if i'm not mistaken right no it's like an oscar meyer commercial oh yeah that's what like, it is. yeah 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 because they're been like so long since i've seen it i just remember that one scene really well because they're <laughs> like we're gonna turn on the tv and if we see you and damon waynes is playing a very famous like michael jordan level basketball player yeah he's also bald so it's perfect yeah. but he plays for the jazz which was a bulls rival at yeah. one point so but uh they're like, if we can flip through all the channels on this TV, and this is like the 90s, so there was like 12 channels. Mm-hmm. They're like, if we can flip through all the channels and not see you, we will let you go. And then they flip through, and it's this kind of tense moment, and then he's in an ad with a cartoon hot dog. <laughs> yes, that is what it was. These are oh, things man. I've committed to memory. We might want to watch that. 
No. Yes. No, we don't. Yes. We, we do got to know if it still holds up. <laughs> I got an, I got a clue that it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so. Hit me with these questions. Here's the questions. Uh, without knowing anything, who do you think is the biggest trouble between the Celtics and the Lakers currently? Like players? Just, no, no, no. As a team, at, for the the remainder of the season, mm-hmm. who do you think oh, is in the like, biggest trouble? Between those two? Yes, between those two, without knowing anything about them. I don't know, the Lakers? The Lakers? You think, are the, you think is it because that they're uh, in the in lower, they've got a worse record than the Celtics? Celtics are currently fourth in the East, and the Lakers are 12th in the, uh, no, 11th, I'm sorry, in the West. Is that something that you're trying to say right now? I guess, yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, we talked basketball. Perfect. Um, now to talk basketball adjacent, as I'd like to say. Um, so... <laughs> Kyrie Irving once played in the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James. LeBron James was, I guess, try to act like a father figure. Actually, Bob, perfect reference for you. At one point, Kyrie Irving, at the end of their tenure together, said, I'm tired of being Robin. It's time to be Batman. Uh, and as why he no longer wanted to play with LeBron James. Um, and now, we cut to the future. He plays for the Celtics. Uh, and everyone is speculating that he's trying to go back with LeBron James because the Celtics are having a bunch of problems. And well, that tracks because yeah, it's yeah. like if he was Robin and and going off, he became Nightwing, and now he's going to go back and be like, "Hey, I'm I'm my own guy now." Yeah, uh, but everyone thinks he's going to go back to being Robin. But no, he won't. He'll go back and he's Nightwing. Well, now. he would be. He's, yeah, he would be he's Nightwing. Been, he's capable. He's he's uh, you know he's got his own thing. I and, like that. That's yeah, a good it's, it's more of an equal at this point. Okay. Hey, look at that. We're That's a great analogy, actually. Comics and sports together, uh, and this is great because this was another sort of like, can you find sort of like a connection between the two? There was a picture. Um, oh, I've lost it, but I'll try to bring it up while I'm talking to you about it. Um, I think it was a couple a year or two ago. There is a picture of LeBron James just kind of looking down towards Kyrie Irving in a very like son kind of way, and. Recently, uh, literally yesterday, uh, our time, uh, Kyrie Irving was seen making the exact same face towards the young, the young promising player on his team now, as he's the alpha and this mm. is the probably future alpha. Uh, the guy's name is Jason Tatum. Mm. Uh, it's literally, I can't remember who had it, but they literally had a picture of him back to back. They're damn near the same. I said literally a couple, like a few too many times there. But Bob, can you think of any sort of like pop culture sort of feeling where that is? Like it is kind of like you already got the Batman Robin thing, and with your Nightwing comic, and I like that it's actually really puts them together. But is there any sort of like kind of like father figure who's lost by like who the you know the young guy kind of like outgrows, but then all of a sudden just becomes the father figure and realizes it? Like, well, we realized it. I don't know if Kyrie Mm. did. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe like maybe like a little bit of like Apollo Creed and Rocky. Ooh, I like that. You know, like, how so? Because it's like at the beginning they're adversaries, mm-hmm. and especially in Rocky Two, it, it gets like venomous. But then you have Rocky Three, and you know Rocky Balboa loses his father figure basically, and the closest thing he has, which is Mickey, and yeah. then you have. Apollo step in and kind of fill that role in a in a different way, but sort of similar. I like that. That's a very good analogy. Look at Bob with the good analogies, and also that's another sports analogy. Right I first. like movies. 
Uh, and I also have it, if you guys got, are on Instagram, NBA memes put it up. It's a picture of, that's Kyrie Irving looking down at Jason Tatum. And then this is the same exact sort of picture of LeBron James looking down at Kyrie Irving. Uh, it's a little wild stuff. Life is crazy, bruh, as they said on NBA memes. Uh, so let's see what we got now. Next on the agenda on the roster, because, you know, sports. In basketball. Uh, I also showed you this video already, so you know it. Uh, last oh, night, Air Bud? <laughs> yes, Air Bud. We're going to talk about the greatness of Air Bud. Hell yeah. Um, Man, that clown. And all of its sequels. Um, but the yesterday there was the... Oklahoma City Thunder playing against the Denver Nuggets. You're right. Did I say something weird? No, no, no. You're good. What happened? Bob no, just started I'll laughing. tell you later. Okay, whatever. Not for air. Okay, cool. Um, so <laughs> during the Nuggets and Thunder game, the during a stoppage of play. Can we just stop and can I just stop you right there for a second? What's up? Nuggets and Thunder. <laughs> yeah. What a combination. What a combo. That sounds like some kind of like Fast food chicken thing. Nugget Thunder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on down to Wendy's. Get yourself a Nugget Thunder. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a chicken sandwich and like a glowing red bun. <laughs> like you saw like they made those black bun burgers Yeah, for the Batman, black ones, yeah. Which is the most grotesque looking so, thing I've ever no, no, seen. No, no, no. There's a worse one. We've talked and about a it on black Love. Burger? It was like, it was called like the Frankenstein Burger and it was like puke green buns. I don't know. There's something so unnatural about looking at a bun for a cheeseburger that's pitch black. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's like no food should look like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Nugget Thunder. Well, a Nugget Thunder is probably like a chicken sandwich with an eight-piece McNuggets on top of that. We're making that a thing. Everyone from now on in, in, Thunder. in league with like the McGangbang and the McNasty, we're introducing to the world the Nugget Thunder. Please put a six piece of nuggets on a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Yeah, the the episode title is going to be The Nugget Thunder, and everyone's going to be so confused. Jay and Tad are going to be like, what the fuck did these two assholes do? (laughs) No, they'll know that their names are basketball teams. But that doesn't, the Nugget Thunder looks weird. If, it's okay. If you're, if you're thinking of basketball. It's okay. Uh, no, it's it's fine. I'm okay So with anyway, it. during the Nugget Thunder game. During the Nugget, the Nugget Thunder, this Sunday only. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at Denver. <laughs> um, we're idiots. Uh, <laughs> during a stoppage in time. A young fan. You of mean the, play? Yes. Uh, the <laughs> someone stopping time during a basketball game. Yes. Is there a wizard? I know yeah. that there's. Yeah. I know that there's the. Yeah, the, the wizards Washington are a wizards. Team. Yeah. yeah. Because bullets became insensitive. Yeah, but we still have the Washington Generals. True. Biggest losers in sports. Yeah, except for that one time, two times. Don't even bring that up. That's our secret. <laughs> it's not a secret. You can just Google it. Anyways, a Denver Nuggets fan decided for reasons unknown to anyone, to smack Russell Westbrook, a basketball player, for those of you who don't know. You forgot a you forgot a very important part of this story what? that it was a child. I said a young fan. Y- yeah, but Oh, it was a yeah, he the was the way like you're eight. describing it, you you could be talking about like a teenager. <laughs> teenager backhanded it, Russell Westbrook. It's like a child giving him a weird, slightly too hard love tap. Yeah. It was a little too hard, and then it, it, it was. It was. It was revealed to like it wasn't a big deal. Like he shook the kid's hand and everything afterwards, but it was revealed that Russell Westbrook told the dad, "You shouldn't let your kid hit people," which very, very good point. If you watch this video, pay attention to the dad because he turns a shade of red. I didn't know human beings could go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. his just absolute public humiliation, mm-hmm. because that dad 
probably thought what I wanted to bring up. Uh, for the kid, I know it's just a child. I understand it is a child. But do you think that the child should have been, should have been escorted? Because technically when people touch the players, depending on how the touch is, they make them leave. They, they escort them out. I mean, I don't know. It, yeah, I guess. I mean, you shouldn't be touching people. Yeah, when I, the kid was. It's not like the kid was so young. He knew. He didn't know like right from wrong. Yeah, it was like it was like a kid who's definitely like playing Plus, on like an AAU team right now in middle school. Um, his dad probably constantly talks shit. Yeah, and, and he's like, like, "Dad, I'm gonna do this for you. Yeah, I'm gonna do it for you, Dad. <laughs> do it for you, Dad." I'm going to hit a grown man, again, very softly. If you guys find the... You've definitely seen the video at this point, probably. But you can look it up if you haven't. The kid gives a straight-up love tap to Russell Westbrook's arm. It's really weird, though. And, and like, honestly, I do believe that, like, that kid's dad probably shit-talks Russell Westbrook. Oh, all the fucking time, I'm sure. (laughs) Russell, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Russell Westbrook is one of the... If we're talking top five most like shit talk to players in the game right now it's Kevin Durant because everyone calls him the snake because he left OKC James Harden because he can only score by shooting free throws which is a perfectly fine part of the game he's just weirdly way too good at it Russell Westbrook for constantly looking for stat like stat padding they t- complain about mm-hmm. uh, he's averaged a triple double the last two seasons that's Damn. never been done before it's a wild thing it's it's really cool um, and then uh, let's see LeBron James because he's the oh, he's yeah. LeBron Everyone James everyone's going to talk shit to LeBron James and I think number five right now oof I have backed myself into a corner that's okay, that's okay because I'm gonna get you out. Go ahead. Because I'm thinking back now. Those people had floor seats. Fuck that kid. Yeah, fuck that kid. Thank you. <laughs> Those people were rich. That yeah. kid's probably rich as shit. Fuck that kid. Yeah, he should have been ejected. Yeah, he should have been. I I also was like, he should have been kicked out. I'm gonna find fuck. I I'm when it comes to these sort of situations, everyone can just go back to the tape for uh, NBA. I am always on the player's side, and it took a lot. For me to not be on Ron Artest's side uh, during the fucking uh, the, the hold up, hold up, Ron Artest beat up the wrong guy though. <laughs> he beat up an innocent man, and that is the only reason <laughs> I said it was like not cool. He jumped into the crowd and beat a perfectly innocent man who was just watching a basketball game. Because Mr. World Peace, as he is now known, had World Peace wailed on a had he had innocent dope the, had he had the right right hook. And he hit correct person, I would at no point been upset. I'm like, nope, a thousand percent. It deserved it. I didn't give a shit. I mean, he he pulled a Mike Mulberry. Mike Mulberry was a hockey player who once climbed out of a penalty box to attack a fan that had thrown a shoe at him. <laughs> I don't like Mike Mulberry, but I give him credit for that. Yeah, I do too. And but if you're if you're a kid and you have floor seats, like I, I try to put myself in people's shoes, and I'm thinking this kid probably was like, I don't know, he could have been 11, 13, like maybe 12. I'm telling you, he was probably like 9. I think, he, I think nine, he was a little older 10. than that. But, uh, I think he just hit double digits. And and maybe I'll chalk this up to being just like a dumb, dumb kid. But I'm thinking like if, if my parents took me to a basketball game, we had floor seats, I would be at my best goddamn behavior because I'd be thinking the whole game, oh man, someone's going to say this on TV. I better not like pick my nose or anything. Much less stand up and and 
in any way touch one of the players unless like our seats are by the the tunnel and like they're going like a high five i would not reach forward in the middle of a game and touch a basketball player i would expect to get in trouble for that yeah um i i definitely that was like i i i have no clue how jay or tad would have answered uh but it's it's very much for me if if you go to a goddamn sports game and act a fool you deserve nothing but to get kicked out if you're being a piece of shit you don't deserve to be at like a nice thing what if russell westbrook like straight up got spooked and like turned around and just like hit the kid <laughs> that's wonderful you just said that because i said should westbrook have hit the kid back i don't not, know if- not even hard. Just be like, oh, see what I'm like imagining. A small is little like, head. No, I was thinking like he turns around and, and he does gets like scared straight and just, like, like does that straight that up re- like a that reaction he, punch. He does the full stretch like a baseball pitcher and just bam through the back of the head. We've all seen the Halloween videos when that one idiot is on the yes. porch in a costume or like waiting to scare people, and we've all seen every year this happens without yeah. fail. Someone is like, all right, I'm going to square up and fight this monster thing. Yeah. And they clock some poor idiot who's been hiding in there for 30 minutes. Like, if Russell Westbrook had turned around and, like, backhanded the kid, I would have been like, yeah, no, that's appropriate. Legitimately, Blackish. Don't sneak up on him. Yeah, Blackish did a joke about that on one of their episodes where he, they? the guy scared him. He punched him in the face. And they were just like, they're like, it's not even that scary. And he was like, oh, no, I knew he was in there. I just wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> and, like, that was the whole thing. But, yeah, I. Should have been kicked out. The kid should have been kicked out. I don't actually think Westbrook No, he should not have back, struck right? a child. Westbrook is straight muscle. Yeah, and accident or otherwise, he shouldn't strike a child. We should. We hope you understand that we're kidding. Yeah, we don't think don't people should be punching kid. kids. Uh, the NBA does not does not condone my own words. Do not hit a child. That's a terrible idea. Anyways, my next question was: What would you do in this situation if a kid hit you while you are in the middle of your job i think uh i'm specifically thinking if i was like in russell Westbrook's shoes and like i'm a basketball player and this happened i would wait a second after the kid did it and then i would turn around just like ah (laughs) (laughs) and like scare the shit out of the kid i mean westbrook did wait a second and then do like a real quick turn everything but the no i would yeah no i would do that (laughs) I would, uh, I would be, I would want to make this kid embarrass himself. I would want him to like to, to like, like Shaggy from Scooby Doo fall over and like get scared. Yeah, um, yeah. I or I would have crop dusted the little shit. Crop dusted. I if I was in Russell Westbrook's shoe, I would straight up like, I don't know. Ooh, you know what I would do? I straight up black dynamite kick him. Just a real yeah. <laughs> I would just stand outside his school and stare at him in the window, <laughs> like Michael Myers, but then, like, just leave and let him just, like, think that I'm following him for the rest of the day. Yeah, I like that. Or just smack talk outside of his class window. <laughs> Take oh, pictures man. outside his home and put them on Instagram and be like, oh, I just left his mom's house. <laughs> oh, yeah, his yeah, parents get divorced because of me. <laughs> And I'm like, you shouldn't have touched me, kid. Yeah. I ruined your life. <laughs> your life is over now. Uh, we're going to move over here. Bob, this is uh, this is just a small actual basketball thing. You don't have to worry about it. I'm just going to talk about it for a second. Go. ESPN recently released the uh, best 25 under 25. So the best 25 players in the league who are under 25 years old. Uh, um, and then they, you know, a bunch of their writers voted on everything. And then they averaged it out and then did it. 
I'm not going to do everybody today. Uh, I think next week we'll I'll have Jay and Tad and I to actually talk about the whole thing. The basketball people. Yeah, the basketball people. But the top five, just to let everybody know, is Giannis Antetokounmpo at number one, Joel Embiid at number two, Nikola Jokic at number three, Carl Anthony Towns at number four, and Ben Simmons at number five. With, I'm just going to say this now, Luka Doncic coming in at sixth, just barely missing the top five. Luka Doncic is a rookie out of, oh my god, I wanted to forget, Lithuania. Um, is he tall? I'll bet he's super tall. He's 6'9", I believe. Six, okay, eight. yeah, no, he's, he's um, up there. Very good player. Um, and now I feel like I'm wrong with the Lithuania thing, so I just have to really quick <laughs> look up Luka Doncic, because I just can't, I just all of a sudden can't think of it. I hope we never meet a really tall NBA player like when we're out. Uh, why? Because, like, I could see you saying hi to them and then being like, oh, hey, what's up? And me looking up and being like, how's the weather up there? And then, like, <laughs> you know, like, just making the worst dad joke I can make. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Slovenian, not Lithuanian. You ignorant shit. I, I was like, I said it. And I was, I, the reason is Christoph Porzingis is, uh, old porcelain dick, is, uh, he's from. Porcelain dick? Yeah, that's, Jesus and Mero gave him that nickname. Christoph Porcelain dick. Oh, man. Those guys are the greatest. Uh, Yeah, I love those guys. Uh, Congrats on that Showtime show. Um, Let's see. So, yeah, that was the top 25. I just want to say, uh, I think, or not top 25. I just only did top six. I think it's wild that Luca is number six, Bob. The reason is because, well, he's a rookie and he's only, I think, 18 or 19. Uh, He did play professionally in Europe for years. Um, So he's a vampire. (laughs) No. He's, he's he's just he's, you're allowed to start earlier in Europe, um, but yeah. So and he's pulling a Will Chamberlain. <laughs> he's pulling a Will Chamberlain. Oh yeah, that's right. Bob knows about the Will Chamberlain uh, being a different name when he was younger. Uh, let's see. Legend of a man. A very legendary man. I also showed Bob a picture of Otto Porter Jr., who looks exactly. That's his kid. Like <laughs> that's his grandkid. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, I'm very uh, happy for Giannis. He definitely deserves number one. Uh, and I, I'm okay with the rest of that top five. Uh, I'm excited to, for us to talk next week about the remaining 25. Um, but, not five, but eight, Trailblazers uh, were stuck in an elevator in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> sounds like the startup of a joke. I know it happened, but that sounds like the setup of a joke. I know. Weirdly enough, the article says the exact same thing. It says, tell me if you heard this joke before. You have it because it's not a joke. It actually happened. On Tuesday... Uh, before uh, after practice, before they were going to play against the Boston Celtics, the Portland Trail Blazers, eight players who were uh, Myers Myers Leonard, Ennis Cantor, Evan Turner, Damian Lillard, Rodney Hood, Zach Collins, Anthony Simmons, and Scal Labissieri. Labis, I can never say Scal's last Oh no, name. I'm laughing at Anthony because it just makes you think of uh, Mean Girls. <laughs> Tim Meadows' lines. Yeah. <laughs> As oh, bad I as I get when I think about the fact that she named him Anthony instead of Anthony. Anthony, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, that one, those eight players were all stuck in the uh, elevator for 30 minutes. Oh, that's nothing. Um, well, but think about it like this. The shortest player in that list is Damian Lillard, and he's 6'2". There's, I think, two or three seven footers <laughs> legit seven footers standing in there like, i mean it, but it's, it's a little uncomfortable I'm, I'm sure i mean it's not like they're too tall for the elevator though no, they're not it's not like tall, they're craning their like, necks they might be you never know they're not that tall you've yeah. been in an elevator before I've, yeah that's true uh you're <laughs> or not have you i haven't actually can we tell our elevator story we have one 
Are you kidding me? What's our oh final day of summer school? You know why I blocked that out. That's true. Yeah, sorry. No, a, let's tell the story though. It's a great one. It's uh, it's a fun one though. Shout out um, to our friends who are involved in the story. Yeah, John Roth and and Hannah. Yes, uh, and so those those two and two other people that we had hung out with. A I lot. don't remember who the other two were. Do you? I don't either because we literally. They just like never hung out with us again. I'm going to preface this so a little bit by saying the four of us that I just mentioned, so myself, Nikki, and our two friends, John and Hannah, we were in a summer school class and the four of us were pretty much the only people who talked to each other in yeah. the classroom. Like everyone else kind of, they would they would sometimes talk to us, but it, it felt like, honestly, if we didn't start talking, no one ever no, would if yeah. it wasn't one of us. Yeah. If we didn't talk, nobody else talked, which was really weird for a classroom setting. Yeah. But uh, we bonded, though. Yeah, we all bonded. Like, we, we all was... became very good friends. And we were we were going to go out for drinks uh, after the last class of summer school. Uh, by the way, this is college, not high school. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I have to preface it that way. Yeah. No, um, we, weren't, we weren't going out drinking illegally, everyone. Yes. We were doing it legally. Uh, but anyway, so we... All got onto the um, elevator, and we were on the 25th floor. And as we were going down, I don't remember how it got started, but someone brought up the Dayman song from Always Sunny. And very slowly, just kind of like whenever someone wanted to, we slowly started just going like, Dayman, ah, all the whole thing. It started picking up. We started doing it Louder and louder. And then we were clapping along to it with the beat and everything just over and over, singing the whole thing for no fucking reason, just because we felt like it. And it was all four of us. Spoiler alert. Harmonizing. Bob and I met in art school. Yeah. And we're uh, all just hanging out, like just coming down. And we get to about the 12th floor. And all of a sudden, (laughs) the doors slowly open. There was an orientation for potential students, and it, the doors opened to, I think, about forty parents, and, and then like a, like another. 30 I mean, or 40 I don't know if it kids. was. I don't know if it was that many. I just remember it was, it was one a of the lot hallways of fucking people. In, in it these, was packed because it was more than one group. Because it was saw, no, like, there the was leaders. a lot, and it was the the six hundred building at Columbia, and the doors open, and we don't stop. Like we, we don't even stopped. hesitate. We didn't hesitate. Nothing. Just and kept on singing day, mm-hmm. man, the whole thing. And the elevator is big. This is an old building. So it's an elevator that can no joke, probably fit like maybe 15, 20 people. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. there was like eight of us in there. Not even, there was like four or five. Yeah. There was, was like maybe nobody. six. I think, I think, think you're right. There were two other people, people from our class, but not a single person even moved to get on the elevator. Nope. They all just stood there, watched us as we never we broke eye contact. We never stopped singing. We never and stopped clapping on the beat. Nobody ever touched the button for the nope. doors to close. Doors closed. We get all the way down Kept to the going. first floor. And the first floor, I remember, in that building was always crazy. If yeah. you went to Columbia College, it was the 600 South Michigan building where a lot of like your gen ed classes are. Yes. And we're in the lobby, which is packed with kids. We are still singing. But I remember as we came out, a bunch of other people just thought it was the funniest thing they had ever seen. Yeah. And we continued to sing until we got outside of the building yep. onto Michigan Avenue towards Grant Park. And we realized that we made a lot of kids' days – well, I guess I can call them kids. They were probably all younger than us. A lot of people's day where they realized like, oh, this college is for me. And we for sure made a lot of parents go, you're never fucking coming to this school. Because they saw that weird-ass shit and they're like, I don't give a shit. This is too weird for me. I 100% believe we probably scared some people away from enrolling at that school. I legitimately, because I, I made eye contact with a few of those people, and they I swear to God, they thought they saw the devil, all because we were singing a stupid-ass song. Just think about, like, some, some conservative kid has convinced his parents to come to this orientation, and 
The mm-hmm. parents are already uncomfortable, and then us four assholes walk out of the elevator singing. Yeah. They look over at you, this tiny little Latin man, <laughs> and the parents are just like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> We're going back to the suburbs. <laughs> We're heading back to Hinsdale right now. Right now. And you're going to COD, because at least that's safe. Yeah, that's safe. Anyways, that was our elevator story. Yeah. This elevator story was eight players got stuck in the basket. Eight basketball players got stuck in an elevator after basketball practice, and not one of them sang. So our story's better. <laughs> also, we weren't stuck. We very just chose to do that. Um, something that was pretty funny. Evan Turner said that he had two uh, granola bars. And he said that <laughs> one. Is he giving like a lunch report? I don't know. <laughs> they were like two granola bars today. They were pretty good. No, no. He, he had said that at one point he pointed out that he had two granola bars. He was going to eat one and the remaining seven could split up the other one, which I was like, God damn, Evan. Uh, way to be a team player, which is a wonderful thing, which made me think if you were to get stuck on, a, on an elevator, this might be a little harder for you, Bob, but we're going to do past and present basketball NBA players. Mm-hmm. Are there any players that you would be like, it'd be fun to be stuck on an elevator with that person? Um, Yeah, I mean, number one would be Shaq. Like Shaq, Shaq honestly, honestly, Shaq or Charles Barkley. I don't think anything could be that. So the of TNT two. crew. <laughs> yeah, literally the TNT crew. Or like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of people from like the Bulls during their dynasty run that I wouldn't mind Steve being stuck Kerr. in an elevator with. Steve Kerr would probably be fun. I don't know. Steve Kerr seems like he could have a short fuse and like, I'd annoy him. <laughs> And he'd just like start screaming at me. Yeah. Ooh, you know. Like I've seen how he coaches. He would get pissed at me real so quick. So my thing is literally like players you would be okay with and not be okay with. If we're talking Bulls, one billion percent no for Michael Jordan. No, that'd be horrible. That man would kill us all. Like honestly, most of the Bulls that I know, I would not like no Jordan. Hell no to Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I was going to say, what about Dennis Rodman? No, he would like skin me or some shit. I think yes to Scottie Pippen. Yeah, Scotty Pippen seems chill. pretty, like, chill. <laughs> Luke Longley. Luke Longley, hell yeah. He seems like he'd be fun. Get that long boy. Talk to the long boy. Tony Kuko. <laughs> Tony Kuko. I saw, him at a, I saw him at a golf convention in Rosemont, where my dad's brother did, and they told me. They're like, it's like, yeah, we saw Tony Kuko. And I'm like, what was he doing there? Was he, like, was he, like, there for someone's golf stuff? They're like, no, he was just looking around. I'm like, oh, cool. Dude likes golf. <laughs> But yeah, Michael Jordan would be horrible. That would not be a fun one. Kobe Bryant would not be a fun one. No. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? You think it was uh, with Kobe, Kobe Bryant? N- no. You don't want to know what <laughs> Okay, I'm we're going to yeah, con- no. continue. Um, um, Muggsy Bogues? <laughs> Muggsy Bogues probably. He wouldn't take up much room. No. <laughs> well, he's the same size as me, so like, so, yeah. we would be fine. We just like, I don't know, play patty cake or something. No, I'd be, I'd be talking to him about Space Jam. <laughs> Yes, yes, you would. Yes, you would. Segway. 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 Way too And I forgot go. my helmet. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't Just, crash. These things reach the speed of three. Wee. We're going to get someone talk about how, like, their kid had a traumatic injury from a Segway now. They're going to be mad at us. Yeah. Um, I guess we have to say, wear a helmet when you Segway, guys. We yeah. don't want, like, like looking cool no, is cool. No, we but don't. You if know you're going to be a dumbass safety. who doesn't wear a helmet and you get hurt, you deserve to get hurt. Hey, you know what's cooler than basketball? Safety. Safety. <laughs> also, if you're 
at the front fucking if you're on floor seats for a basketball game, don't touch the fucking players. No, no. If you're in if you're on the floor seats for any event, like, don't I, touch people. I feel like the person who's like fuck wearing a helmet, that's not cool, and the person who's like, I can touch a grown man while he's at work are the exact same person. It's the same person. I mean, I, I just think about the world we live in and I once had to explain to a grown man that it's not okay to go up to another guy and touch his hair. And yep. he was like he acted like I was the asshole. I once had to explain to a woman what first world problems were, and after I did, she said, well, there's still problems, aren't they? Is this the one that was staring at your crotch at work? No, this was years ago when I worked at Prada. Oh. Not fun. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It has been announced that Space Jam 2 is finally going to happen with the exact person everyone always expected it to happen to, LeBron James. That's wonderful. Here at the NBA, we have multiple times gone over who would be fun choices to play the other basketball players in the movie. But we're at a fun part here where Bob and I went to film school. So Bob knows a thing or two about film, and I know how to ask questions. Yay. So here we go. LeBron James has been cast as Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's playing LeBron he's James. Play LeBron James. <laughs> that would be a twist, though. Wouldn't it be? If it's just like LeBron James is playing Michael Jordan, <laughs> I'd, I'd be first in line. And introducing LeBron James as, as Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> Uh-oh, that might be the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, LeBron James as Michael Jordan. So oh, LeBron James is going to be the, the lead character. But a movie is made with other casts, not just one person. And since a lot of the other cast, you know, well, most likely there will be current NBA players as were in the original Space Jam. Mm -hmm. But given my limited knowledge of the current NBA roster and given that there are other roles in this movie that are not required to have basketball players, we thought, who would we cast in those non-athletic related roles? Exactly. So Space Jam 2. LeBron James as Michael Jordan. Who would your Stan Podolak character be? Which I'm going to interrupt Knight. you right now. No one remembers these character names. I was going to say the actual person. Just, Wayne yeah, Knight. Just, just Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight was his assistant. That's the guy. He, he's the one who gives all the like ad exposition in the beginning where he's like, lace up your Nike, eat your Wheaties. Oh, that line is so Dunkin' great. Donuts on the way to, like, on the, way to the game and all that shit. Yeah. It's such a great line of like just that. sputtering out his, his sponsors in such a horribly ham-fisted way, but it still kind of works. It works. Uh, that movie is nothing but <clears throat> advertisements, and it still somehow works. All right. Controversial choice to replace this character. Who? Yeah. Who's going to be LeBron James' assistant in a sense? Kevin Hart. That's not controversial. You know that that's 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 a go-to. I mean, controversial in the sense that he's he's right now under a lot of scrutiny for some homophobic shit that he should never have said, and yeah, then compounding it by not apologizing, but just basically saying, "I'm not going to say anything on this." Yeah. But that aside, given the type of character, I think 100 percent that would be like a good Kevin Hart role because of his nervous energy. I do like that a lot. My choice was for actually one of his co-stars. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, own Jack Black. I would love Jack Black Ooh. to play the Wayne Knight character. So, yeah, I like a that. A different kind of, like, twitchy kind of character. Well, it, here's the reason why I think uh, Kevin Hart, in my opinion, <clears throat> is a little bit better. Because then you get the tall and small dynamic. Mm -hmm. That's a great and dynamic. And that was part of the joke, I think, with um, 
him and The Rock and with, everything that the, the Rock. Well, no, I was going to say with Wayne Knight and Michael Jordan. That's and, true. Wayne Knight is not that big. And also, you know what? It would be fun to watch Kevin Hart on the basketball yeah, court because that would happen. Yeah, and it's also like I feel as though also, with Jack real Black, quick, you wouldn't notice the height as much. Like Kevin Hart is famously it. short. Yes. Um, I would like to point out, uh, we are just doing a straight up Hollywood reboot where we're just kind of pretty much remaking the exact same movie. I don't know if that's what they're going to do for this Space Jam, but let's be honest, they're probably going to do something pretty cool. What if they do this whole microaggressive movie where all the Looney Tunes think he's Michael Jordan because <laughs> they're characters from the 1940s? And they just don't know. <laughs> I like that. Just unnecessarily aggressive towards them. Okay. Um... Uh, my next thing is, uh, who would play Teresa Randall's role? Teresa Randall played Michael Jordan's wife in the movie. So who would play LeBron James' wife in this movie? See, I feel like in the original Space Jam, they kind of, because, I mean, honestly, they probably didn't think that movie was going to do as well as it did. Exactly. But this is a Hollywood reboot, and we know what that means. Fucking... Every role, because this is going to be nostalgia, they need yes. someone to play every they role. Need a, like a they face. need something, yeah. like like the Muppets do, you know? It's, yeah. You need that. And now it's like, ooh, it's a Space Jam movie. So now everyone who's, you know, all hopped up on the nostalgia will be like, ooh, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, they'll be, and they'll get all of the, I can't think of the word all of a sudden, uh, where they just show up like a surprise guest. Cameos? Cameo, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, there will be it's, nothing it's but just cameos. nothing but cameos. So who would be the wife? Who would be the situation? wife? Hmm. How old's LeBron? LeBron James, I believe, is 35. Okay, I'm just trying to he's think 30, age, Maybe right? 32 or something. No, I think it's 35. I don't know. Because, like, that's a role where, like, again, it, it like, provided nothing to the movie. Yeah, no. But it's just again, like, it's Michael just Jordan has a family. Yeah. <clears throat> because I'm not going to break it down and make you talk about all the kids. I just want to know. Uh, LeBron's 34, about okay. to be 35. I don't know. Who would you cast as, like, his, his movie wife? So I had thought of one very quickly, but then it's realized, probably gonna be like a fucking Kardashian or something. No, no, I refuse to. I don't in the actual about movie, it. maybe if it's LeBron James, LeBron James might have the same thought process as me. What's up? I have a black wife in real wife in real life. You're giving me a black wife. Either LeBron James might be my wife, and my kids are the characters in the movie. Like I'm sure that's what he's actually doing. But I, I was like, oh, it's gonna. Is I, he gonna I, steal I Derek Rose's wife? No. I thought that's where you were going. For a second, for a mil- and you're not going to understand this maybe, but I'll explain it to you. I was like, you know who would be great to play his wife? Gabrielle Union. And then I realized something. Gabrielle Union is the actual wife of Dwayne Wade, LeBron James' best friend. So I was like, ooh, no, never mind. That makes me think it might happen. Maybe. That makes me think it, it would. It Because you know what? They might think that's funny as hell. Maybe. I don't know how their feelings on it. I don't know if he's like, that's weird. Or his wife is like, no, no, you're not going to fucking put that woman in, in, in there. No. Yeah, I mean, there could be like a little bit of like a, yeah, no, that's a little too weird. Yeah. This next character, like I said, we're not going to talk about the kids. Those, are, the, those are all the kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's just all kids. The next character on our list is Larry Bird, who played Larry Bird. What sort of like his career legend would you, like a le- another legend that's played roughly the same, like, Time, mm-hmm. you know, same sort mm-hmm. of Larry yeah, Bird yeah, yeah. to Michael Jordan, but now LeBron James version. Well, I think that would be someone from like the Michael Jordan era. Like it would be someone around that time period, don't you it think? It would be a little bit later, It'd probably be early two thousands, early two like, thousands. Yeah, late nineties, early two thousands. People who did play against him, like that role, you could get Shaq. Yeah, that would be an, uh, an Vince option. Vince Carter. 
Vince Carter would be, would a, be fun a good one. one. I like that one. I thought they might do Dwayne Wade because they are actually very good friends. I'll be, I mean, let's be real. Dwayne Wade's probably going to show up in this movie. Most Those two guys are two good yeah. friends. He's going to be the one that does this character's role, Bill Murray, another guy that he plays golf with. No, see, here's, here's so where I'm going to throw a curveball. version, who is the guy, who's the basketball, like, who's the comedian friend that becomes the basketball savior? All right, this is, this is who I think is legitimately probably the best dancer and the most likely. Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah, that could work mm-hmm. really well, yep. Yep, Chris Pratt that, could fill that kind of role, and it'd be like a fun little walk-on thing perfect. for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. <clears throat> um, so they don't, it takes a, a second here to get him. Hey, Dan Castellano was a fan in the movie. Um, the next person that I wanted to talk about specifically was the role of the, uh, ooh, the psychiatrist is a fun one, but we're not going to do that. The role of the villain was originally played by Danny DeVito. Don't change it. Right? Keep it DeVito. That's all I thought. I was like, do we even want to change it? Like, why would you do that? Always keep it Danny DeVito. If yeah. not, though, let's 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 continue this, though. Let's talk about if it wasn't DeVito, if they had to okay. find someone else. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a bit of a, of a left turn. And I don't know if he would do it, but imagining how funny it would be to see him voicing, like, some kind of wacky animated character. Christoph Waltz. <laughs> Christoph Waltz would be a fun one. Christoph Waltz, they would probably make him play like a German stereotype character again because that happens no, no. very often. No, no, I would have him play like this, the sleazy businessman like, like Danny DeVito. Like yes. Just, just, but it's Christoph Waltz instead. Yes, I love that. Uh, my next thing is there are five Monstars that play against the Team Squad, which we already know who's going to be voicing everyone in the Team and Squad. I feel like if it, the Monstars would be given to basketball players now, you think they would like, like, yeah, you like legitimate basketball players. Like I would that, say to you, that's know, where you might see like, like they would take like Dwayne Wade and have him voice, but maybe they'll like fuck up their voices like a little bit. Yeah, they'll yeah, like, do they'll do kind of like some sort of like give them like monster voices, like yeah, slow them down, remix them. Really to figure out who it is. I like that idea. And maybe uh, I'll talk to Jay and Tad about basketball Could, players to do those voices. Well, because that's the thing. It's like all these animated movies now. How many animated movies just have voice actors anymore? Like all of these big budget animated movies go to actors it. now. Yeah. And, just, and the voice actors just kind of get shafted. Well, they have they do all the television stuff and all that, um, which is a little bit more consistent, luckily. True. Uh, not like totally. We're not going to get into the semantics of voice acting. Don't worry about it. No, but voice actors don't get enough credit. No, they do not. I love them all. Uh, specifically this entire cast, Billy West, D. Bradley Baker, uh, Bob Bergen. Is Maurice in this? Yeah, Maurice LaMarche, you're our favorite. June Foray. Like, it's wild the amount of people that are in that. I'm pretty sure she's, she passed away. She has. Yeah. Um, but who are five celebrities you would want to play the characters of the monsters? (laughs) And if you can get like, you, you remember what the monsters look like. So which one would he play? Um... He would have to play like the the red guy, you know, like the really big the short. One. No, 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 no. You're talking about the green they, guy. Yeah, yeah. Green the green guy. guy is the like cock diesel one. That's right. I'm trying to think who I would cast as the big blue dumb one. The big blue dumb one, Ike Barinholtz. I feel like yeah, one. I could see that. I could see that. Um, the little one, the little red one, should be played by Jason Manzukis. I like that, but I was gonna give that one to Eric Andre. That would work too, but I, I think I like Jason a little bit more. I think Jason Manzucas would be great as the, the little red one. So all we got left is the um, the orange one, like the, the fat, fat one, fat orange one that was based off of Charles Barkley. Who Charles Barkley just just make him do it again. Uh, but uh, maybe Charles Barkley could be the voice of the of the orange <laughs> one as a as a nod. No offense, 
I don't think Charles Barkley would be good reading that many lines <laughs> that he would need to have. Very true. Yeah, it might be a little hard for him. Um, it's okay, Charles Barkley. You can shit talk me. Like, I, I actually would invite that. I would invite it too. I think that'd be hilarious. Um, so we have the orange one, the fat guy, and then the purple one who was kind of like a, I mean, I don't know. He wasn't, he was also strong, but he was like, I don't know. He wasn't as distinctive as the other four. He was the boring one. He was the boring one, yeah. Um, so which of those two? You got two more to do. The orange one and what was the other one? The fat, orange the fat one, the purple one's the, the like, oh, just okay. kind of the um, average one. The purple one? I feel like that'd be another good, like, comedian spot. Yeah. Like, that would be somewhere I'd look for someone like, uh, I don't know, maybe like a Nick Kroll. I like that. I was thinking, like, a John Gabris or, uh, um, like a, uh, why can't I think of him all of a sudden? Um, from the Doughboys. Not Nick, the other one. Mike Mitchell? Mike Mitchell. Yeah, no, Mike Mitchell would be great. I love Mike Mitchell. Mike Mitchell's got a deep voice, so he would be able to do, like, that deep voice as as the orange character has. Yeah, no, I like Mike Mitchell. And then the last one's the purple one, so that one's pretty much like a wild card. You can do whatever the fuck you want Hmm. with that. Hmm. Actually, you know what? Me, I give the little red one to Jason Manzoukas and the purple one to Eric Andre. Let him do whatever fucking yeah, wants with that character. Yeah, no, that's, it, that's it's such, good. It was such a bland character. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it, and who knows what they, like how much they're going to stick to. Oh, I doubt they do. Yeah. They, I bet you they end up having an entire like full roster of 12 players on the Monstars, so that way they can have 12 voices. I did, like, who knows? Also, who knows? They might not do the Monstars thing. Maybe he ends up playing. I bet you they don't. What if they play baseball to save the world? I don't think they're going to play baseball. No, 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 no. They, I think they, there's a safe bet that won't happen. They have to play basketball. You can't have Space Jam without the jam. Like, you have to have basketball. Who's speaking of jam, earlier you talked about how you didn't play NBA jams. You played a Hang time. Hang time. I almost forgot about it. Have you ever played NBA jams? Oh, yeah. No, I've played okay, jams. Like, I had friends who had it. I just, we owned Hang time, and it was ostensibly the same game. Perfect. That makes sense. Yeah, no, they were very, very similar. Um, so my question to you is, between those two very, very well-known basketball games, which one did you prefer? I mean, I think I preferred Hang Time because I would always create a player. Could oh, you do yeah, that? Yeah, could you, you do that, that in jams? No, you could not. Yeah, and I would always make mine this big werewolf monster. Yes, yeah. I remember that being one of the yeah, like they I had would, like some some like a couple of like weird there was like characters. a chicken an alien there was like yes. there was some really weird ones there was like a wizard there was a sasquatch <laughs> I th- oh yeah because I always used to make and, a sasquatch well and as you went on like eventually and I I looked this up at one point and I this was like years ago so who knows if this is true or not but I read that when you played the game enough and unlocked like all the extra faces you could get, a lot of them were just like the developers putting themselves in the game <laughs> and like goofy poses. But that sounds wild. I would always make mine a werewolf because there was this really cool, like scary looking werewolf. Head. Yeah. I remember it being good. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm like, Oh, I, I love werewolves. I'm a werewolf basketball player. It was like, you know, it was like teen wolf. It was like teen wolf. Yeah. Ooh, I do. Love Only after the game, wolf. my werewolf mutilates everybody. <laughs> Because he's a werewolf. Because he's an actual werewolf. Werewolves kill people. Yeah, they do that. All right, we have one last thing on the on the ducket, on the docket is what I meant to say. Whatever. Right before we started recording, there was a wonderful little clip of a one Dwayne Wade, as we talked about earlier, hitting with point one seconds left, letting go of that ball, game winning three pointer, one foot Dirk Nowitzki style, to beat the Warriors. We're just gonna do like a slight. 
just like a reaction to that, like a wow factor about the greatness of that was that fucking, it was an amazing play. If you guys haven't, look it up. It's on all Instagram. House of Highlights got it. Bleacher Report's got it. NBA's got it. Everybody got it. Look it up. Like, I, like who doesn't like a buzzer beater? Like, that's always just a fun thing to see. So much fun. And uh, the way that he, like, he takes a shot first and it gets it gets swatted. It was blocked, yeah. And then he just does this incredible, like, little duck move, catches the ball, and has the presence of mind to jump back behind the three-point line and fire off a shot to win the game. It's like, seeing things like that, it doesn't even matter what sport you're a fan of. To me, that's on the level of, like, um, the Odell Beckham Jr. one-handed catch, yeah, where it's catch. like, you see stuff like that, it, it transcends, like, the boundaries of what sports you enjoy. Yeah. And you can just see it as, like, this, you know, athletic feat. And seeing stuff like that is awesome. Yeah, being able to see those sort of moments... And, like, even, like, or the opposite of that, Bob and I were at the Bears playoff game this year where Oof. Parky hit it off the post. We want, we witnessed that. You guys have no uh, idea how it, wild that place was that when that happened. That place was crazy. So it was something like that, Or bringing, up, bringing it back to earlier in the episode, something like the Malice at the Palace. I remember where I was when I saw that on TV. It was wild. Jay and I, and we've talked about it too many times. Also, <laughs> I, I, we talked about it on the podcast, but I'll talk to you afterwards about it. But yeah, like the, that's the best part about sports. It was just so cool, like because this is Dwayne Wade's last season, Bob. In case you don't know, he's mm-hmm. in the, for the no, yeah, I, I I did know that. Yeah, like, he it's his final season. It's his farewell tour. He's decided to get braids all of a sudden. He's just he's just like whatever, man. I'm I'm enjoying. He's just having fun. He's having fun. He's, he's got, having a good time. Having a good time. And he's, <laughs> he's doing one of those you know just farewell tours, and he got to um the the Miami Heat got those awesome Miami Vice uniforms and. Hey, he fucking looked good, and it was it was awesome to see him do it again. And who knows, maybe it'll happen one more time. But I'm gonna miss Dwayne Wade, uh, just in basketball sense, because goddamn, is that boy good? From Chicago, he's from Chicago. All right, guys, I believe that's it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, no, I All think right, I've so added yeah. from my encyclopedic knowledge of basketball. Yeah, uh, any, do you want to blog about anything? Any plugs? No, no, I'm giving all mine back to Joe Buck. Sounds good to me. <laughs> he's got a he's got a problem. Oh no, poor Joe. Get well soon, Joe. Get well soon, Joe. Um, I have no clue what, the, what you're referencing there. You, you know the announcer, Joe Buck. Yeah, I know Joe Buck. Yeah, so like he had like a problem where he was like addicted to getting airplugs. I'm not making this up. Oh, I did not know. Look that. it up. I'm not like I have I'm to Google that. <laughs> he was. I'm pretty sure it was on Howard Stern where he brought it up. That, like he had like a problem, and I guess like one of his operations like was botched or something, and it like. Oof. It, it was very detrimental to his health. That sounds terrible. You know, it's not detrimental being your health to your health. Hmm. Just being bald. Being bald's fine. Yeah. Well, wear a hat because some cancer. Yeah, I mean, Skin I I cancer. get sensitive about my hair too. I understand, Joe, but I don't know if it's worth dying, bud. No, it's never. All right. Anyways, uh, you can follow me at Nikki Palooza. You can follow the podcast at NBA Pod uh, on all social medias. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at, at Bob Dell. D-A-L-1992. Oh, yeah, yeah. I post weird stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Pictures. Give it a look. It's pictures. Look. Ooh. Ooh, here's what he had for dinner. Oh, he's watching another movie. What does he do with his life? Not much. We're Ooh. fun employed. Um, so, yeah, that's it for us. Uh, follow us on Facebook, NBA. Follow uh, our other podcast, Eat Yay Love, on Instagram and Twitter. Also on Facebook. 
uh, like, subscribe, five stars, five stars, five stars. Tell all your smash friends. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Life. Like button. No, don't smash the life button. No, I'm not no, sure no, what no. that does. I don't know. It could give or take, and I don't know. And no one should have that power. Uh, I don't know. Don't do that, guys. And remember to get the Nugget Thunder. Nugget and, Thunder. Uh, McDonald's near you. All right, guys. Uh, Please send us pictures of you eating a Nugget Thunder, and we yes. will... Give we will, you we a, post them on Instagram, and we will give you a compliment, a hearty yes. compliment from just, us. Uh, how much, how great you are! Um, all right. So for Bob, for Jay, for Ted, I'm Nikki. This has been NBA, the podcast where we talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. Thank you so much, and goodbye. Cubs win. <laughs> <laughs>